Good morning, everyone. This is Dirty Old Man. The subject today is trauma. But not just any trauma, my friends. Parenting trauma. Let's get on with it. We shall there are various kinds of traumas you can uh, achieve through life. Most of them are your own personal fault, but some of them come from deep, deep inside family dynamics. And this is what we're going to talk today. Family dynamics, intentional damage, unintentional damage, and consequences of that damage throughout your life. I'm going to try and <clears throat> melt down a whole bunch of information. Uh, mostly based on personal experience, also based on experience from people that I am close with and people who I've been um, fortunate enough to have a follow-up throughout life and that I find myself now with a lot of information from the past, present, and I can somehow predict how that's going to outcome filtered through the years, filtered through the experience, filtered through their own interpretation of what happened and how and why it happened and how this is transferred to our offsprings in, uh, I'd say, in a positive and negative way because what we have is we have some information, we have some experience that has created a sort of uh, a, a, a number of consequences right and this is the this is the referent that we have so we know what our parents did wrong and when they did wrong their intentions were the best and uh, this is a this is a funny thing because um, as parents you kind of discover that your actions towards your kid are somehow always for the benefit of the kid uh, but that's not entirely true uh, I, I, I practice an exercise with uh, with my kid and I did with my uh, older uh, daughter uh, when I was younger and the exercise consisted of every time that I had to say no to something to them anything uh, whether she wanted a toy whether she wanted to do something whether she wanted to whatever every time that i felt that i had to say no to my child i took a moment to think whether this no was based on the benefit of the child or because of my laziness because having to say yes would involve me to participate in something would 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 would, would involve me in doing something you know, in, in, in putting my time into this. So this exercise kind of worked. There's always the laziness attached to it. Uh, but, but it's always that fraction of a moment where you, where, you, where you have to think to yourself, okay, why am I really saying no? You know, the, the child is asking for, for something. Ch children, they, they have very little um, uh, personality traits in the sense that 
they're they're very selfish and they and they have uh, they have their own reasons. They're just unable to explain to you why the reasons. Or they have impulses, right? They 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 they. Uh, my child, my my youngest child, my little boy, he's now into super things. I don't know if you're aware of this. Uh, if you don't have a t- kid with you, you don't know what super things are. But there are these little uh, dolls, these little toys. They're very nice. Actually, I'm, I'm I'm falling for them too. But anyways, and they come in little envelopes that you buy one by one, and each one has a different one. And there's no way of knowing which one's inside. So there's a collection. So you buy one, and you might get a new one, or you just might get a repeated one. And every time we come across um, a, a place where they sell them, he, he he please ask me, Dad, Dad, can I have one envelope? And they're just seventy cents. You know, and, and, and we're not rich, we're not anything, but yes, I could afford two or three a day if I wanted to. But I try to measure them so that he at least senses the value of, of having a new toy and, 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 and is able to spread out the emotion of having a new toy. But every time I say no, even in a simple exercise as that one, I think to myself, okay, wh- wh- am I really saying no because because I have all these thoughts about his about his uh, you know his his emotional and impulsive behavior, or is it me that uh, that I don't want to buy it? I don't think it's worth it. Even in the most ridiculous of situations, if you apply that rule, and and you can apply a- any any rule in the lines of always thinking why are you taking that situation there there are obvious things okay there are very obvious things if i see that my kid's gonna get hurt then i don't stop and analyze i just stop him and say no you know and i'll do the explanations later but the number one priority is to avoid him getting hurt so but in other situations the the this exercise has uh worked pretty well for me i think so at least I can see my uh, oldest daughter, who is now 20, Jesus, 24. She's 24 years old, and uh, the relationship I have with her is pretty, pretty close. And uh, as an uh, as, uh, observant parent, I can see some traits that I could have worked better, but I don't see any major damage in her. And that's pretty bold for me to say because parents are the last people to find out whether your kid is fucked up or not and that's very very common as with my little one yeah well i'm paying a little bit more attention i'm older i think i'm wiser and i'm paying a little bit more attention to that so hopefully he'll come out a better person but the main point there is the reason behind all these uh, attitudes that we must adopt and all this attention that we must uh, conduct to our child is not because of of, of a simple situation situation wise um, aspect of it but it is because we understand intrinsically that there has to be some balance emotional psychic and, and physical balance among his life because what we want is this kid at least that's what we should want although we may may not um we may not understand it that way at the time, but what we really want is this human being to become a stable person, uh, a stable uh, comfort for other people, a a you know a true emotional, intelligent, balanced human being. You know, we don't. I I've said it before. 
but there's a, I speak to a lot of parents because you know having a kid makes you interact with other parents and and what I found is that they, they always come with the same they always say oh as long as my kid is happy as long as my kid is happy I don't agree with that I do not agree with that kids are not supposed to be happy they're supposed to have happy moments they're supposed to be safe they're supposed to be comfortable they're supposed to have a wider range of possibilities within their hands for themselves to find the ways to be happy. But it's not our decision to make them happy. We must give them all the tools so that the later in life they can find their own happiness. And here's where trauma comes in. Because in this process of trying to give this, um, this human being uh, effective tools you know for him to to be able to pursue his own happiness we project ourselves on on our deficits on what could have made us have those tools and so we have the experience of of our parents you know trying to do the same thing with the you know with the adaptation of the times and and and, and their own experience so and we see okay so uh, we understand that our parents fucked up in this way so we try not to fuck up in the same way but in many cases we are unable to see that we're fucking up in different ways right that the needs of this kid are different than the needs that you had and so we project ourselves towards our kids we think our kids are little us and in a way they are but also they're individuals and they have different needs and that the world around them is different than the one you had their situation is different uh, the environment is different, everything is different. And so, but the only experience that we have is what went through with us when we were kids. And this is as much as we can give them. You know, try not to do what our parents did. And uh, sadly, that will work out as by them growing up and doing the same thing. I'll try not to do what my parents did because my needs were this and my parents were unable to, um, to fulfill those needs. So, uh, so what's the balance here? What's the balance? Um, I know my parents, albeit all the fuck-ups they did, and I know uh, some very, very close people who, um, who've also had parents who really fucked up. But the main thing in order to, to, um, to digest all that, and that only comes with the old age, with the, not old age, but with a certain maturity, with certain life experience, and that only comes when you are you can do two things the first one is to disconnect from the the image that you have from your parents as parents and try to see them as persons people just uh just guys for example i had a very traumatic experience with my dad i had a very uh violent not physical but very violent um, relationship with uh, with my dad because uh, he was well whatever and uh, and I only I could only balance all that trauma down when I started seeing him as a guy he was a regular guy it's just a guy going through life and when I stopped and I and I seized from looking at him as my dad as, as still that glorified figure that should have done this and should have done that and his duty was to do this which is also true but again he was just a guy with his life with his trauma with his experience and 
I discovered that all the fuck-ups that he did, most of them, not all of them, but most of them had good intentions behind it. You know, the, the intention was always to somehow protect me. The intention was always to somehow, uh, you know, uh, allowed, uh, allowed me to defend myself. Uh, there was always good intentions behind it. The, the wrong actions, but good intentions. So once you understand that, you come to the second point, which is this is the same interaction you're going to have with your kids in a different way, in a more filtered and uh, ecological way, you can call it. But this, is the, this, this gets transferred. I don't care what point in time. This always happens. You know? so, so we must be a little smarter, not to prevent that, because I don't think you can. But what you can do is visualize, is, is, is understand the moment. With uh, I was having a conversation with a very good friend of mine about, and 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 she has a teenage boy, and uh, and the problem was connecting with this boy, you know, because uh, teenage teenagers are complicated. Teenagers have their own inner world. Teenagers uh, start <coughs> somehow considering you, the parents, the enemy. Everything you have to go against with at different levels and different kids in different situations. But at some point in their lives, you become what you have, what they have to fight. Okay, so everything that comes from you is uh, is old-fashioned, is wrong, and you don't understand them, and you don't know what it is to be a kid, as we were, as if we were never kids. But that's the way they perceive it. So the trick is. Trying not to, uh, how would I put it? Because I was going to say, try not to be a parent all the time. But that's not entirely true. Because that's the, even, even, when you, even if you apply this trick by not being a parent, you're still being a parent in the, behind, the, behind the curtain. You know, but kids, uh, teenagers have an inner world that it's beginning to develop, that it's beginning to, um, to become apparent to them, and that it's beginning to confront them with their own reality. So what they're trying to do, among other things, is trying to create a parallelism between their inner world and their interactions with the world. Uh, that's why their relationships, uh, their, friends, their, their friends are, are, they can be very emotional. They, they always, uh, hello, they're hugging, they're very, very manly. I'm talking about boys. They're male bonding. They find, you know, different uh, different ways to communicate physically. They, that's why they're always hitting each other. Hey, come here, you motherfucker! You know, they're, they're starting to 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 amalgamate their inner world, their uh, and the reality they interact with, and 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 that's a very confusing time. It's a very confusing time in many ways. It is for them, and it is for us as parents to to witness this and understand that this is going to create a, a shitload of problems in which you will have to confront. So some of us take the, um, the liberty to, uh, to disrupt this process. And it is then that we make a lot of mistakes. This is, this is when we majorly fuck up in their teenage years, right? And, and this is when we start seeing the consequences of some of our actions when they were younger. And so this is why I'm saying that if, if, if we would have put more attention on the little things, uh, 
and, 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 and understand that any action of us can create some trauma, albeit it is inevitable that it will, but at least he will find some consequence in it. Because what, what I find that my experience and people that I know, uh, things that traumatized them kind of were things that their parents never thought about it anymore. You know, uh, you know, maybe your father, I don't know, <laughs> or your mother just, a very simple example, but maybe, maybe they, they spanked you in the butt because you were trying to put your fingers in the, in the electric socket, you know. And, uh, but there were no further explanations on that. There was no further follow-up. So all you were left with is the spanking and the anger. And there was, uh, they, they were unable to, to fully connect with you at the level of you understanding that what they did was because of this. You know, that's a very stupid example, but it is the, the, the narrative behind all trauma, a lack of explanation as to why this is happening. Sometimes we don't have time. Sometimes we think it's not important. Sometimes we think it's just for the benefit of it. He'll understand later. No, he won't. Rather, he will, but with his own terms, which is not entirely fair that he has to come up with, uh, with uh, an analysis of what happened towards something you did. You should be the one explaining to him what you did. You know, and, and again, this is not an absolute solution, not at all, because uh, it, is, uh, it is natural. It is natural for, for, you know, uh, for parents to be, let's say, hypocrites. Okay? Yeah. But that's not because you're lying to your kid. Maybe you, maybe you don't let your kid do something you do, which is this. It is hypocrite. But what you're trying to do, maybe unconsciously, is try to make him a better person than you are. You know, you're trying to, albeit uh, the, uh, the, you know, the, the hypocrisy behind it, don't do what I do, do as I say, but don't do as I do. But it's still, the intention is good. You see, even, even, even in something as stupid as that, don't do as I, don't do as I do, do as I say. The intention is good. So all this must be looked at from, a, from, from, a, from an optic of criticism towards yourself. And we owe it to our kids. We, we really, really owe it. We are at an age, and, and, and whatever age you are, if you have kids, unless you have fucked up and have kids at 15, which is a very big fuck up, but that, that's another story, we know we, 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 if we're regular parents, if we're, if we're normal parents, whatever the scope of normal normality is, because it's a big scope, you know, you have to understand two things. First, that you, you love your kid like you will never love anyone ever, ever. Uh, I have, um, I spoke to a friend of mine and, and, and I came up with the phrase that who would have thought that our wives, girlfriends, would have found the love of their lives, not with us, but with the kids. And that's their love of their lives. That's it. That's it. I mean, there's nothing ever you will love more than your kids. So, so I think we should make a little bit of an effort and, and go that extra mile and go that and, and, and sometimes just shut the fuck up because it's so important to just shut the 
fuck up, man. Listen to him. Let him do it, and uh, and be there, and and help help him solve the consequences. Not of everything. Be careful. I'm not generalizing here, but let him solve the consequences of he did and have a full explanation. In, through the experience and through the intellectual explanation and emotional feelings that you may transfer him. But we try to interfere the less possible. Interfere in the sense of prevention. Okay, So um, if you see your teenage kid uh, going towards a wall, well, maybe in many cases you must allow this kid to hit the wall. But you must be there at the wall. Don't be elsewhere. Make sure, pay attention that when he hits the wall, you're there. right? And make him play by his rules. Don't pretend you have the answers as to why he hit the wall. Although you do have them, but not from his perception. Only he has the explanation. He has to come with his own conclusions according to his interaction with that wall on how you can help him. And that's how you have how you have to be there in con unconditionally and full of love and openness and this is very hard this is very hard and this is where we seem to have the answers for everything since we have our experience we think that is the generalized idea of what experience is and that uh, most of the things that happen to us will happen to him and, and whether that's true or not it, it's relative because in some ways it is true, uh, a lot of things will happen to him that already happened to you, but the experience is different. The perception is different. You cannot pretend that he will feel exactly as you feel, as you felt or feel, or, 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 or he will manage that situation in the same way you did, because his emotional baggage is completely different than yours. His intellect, his sensitivity, his interaction with, with the world is different than yours. So what we can do as parents is, as I said, be right next to the wall when he hits it and just be there. And in many cases, shut the fuck up. Let the boy, the girl talk. And then act. So wh what is it that you need from teenagers? What is it that you need from your son? Let's say my little kid, you know, I, I, I love this kid. Fuck, um, well... Parents do understand how much I love this kid. So what is it that I can do for him to be a better person? Well, first of all, I can uh, give him all the security I can, uh, provide a safe environment from him to, uh, to, 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 to grow. Oh, and of course, the basic things, housing, food, clothing, schooling, all that. But, but, but what I can also provide is a, a presence. An, an ever secure open presence for him and uh, and and guide him through many of his uh, of his uh, of his actions but allowing him to choose those actions but allowing him even if I know he's gonna hit a wall let him go let him go you know and and, and when that happens let's see what he thinks what happens because that's his absolute reality that that is the absolute reality of the situation. I don't care if you're mature, intelligent, you're a fucking Nobel Prize winner. It will not matter. His interpretation of what happened is what matters. What you can do maybe is orient him towards a better understanding 
but also always based on what he experienced. That way, I think, and I may be fucking up here because you never know with uh, maybe our kids grow up saying, oh, our parents were so understanding, they never confronted me. And that happens too. And that happens too. You know, there's no, I don't think there is a, a perfect parenting um, advice that nobody can ever give you. But uh, what, what that will provide by being there in, in case of shit with your kids is um, the knowledge that he will know that, you know, you're there. For whatever reason, you're there. Because there will be a time you will not be there. You know, and he should have that reassurance that his tools the tools that he was able to construct by himself with your help that you were not the one giving him those tools you were able to help him construct his own tools those tools are now efficient and no those tools are now they now work to solve all the traumatic and un misunderstandings that might have been in the in 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 life i know it's a very confusing manner i know it's a very personal manner but uh, I wanted to speak to this because I've been uh, discussing this with a very, very close friend of mine. And we've come to some conclusions and we've come to some, you know, s definitions on, on, on what uh, trauma is and how our parents uh, could have done a better job. And well, that's endless. And how their parents could have done a better job and how their parents could have been a better job. And then you can go back into prehistoric era and it'll go into further in the future uh, that's why in the, my previous podcast i um the the subject was let the kids be let them be they know it's their world it, it's their reality it's no longer ours it is no longer ours it is theirs but they need us and they need us in a clean open and efficient way guys let's continue through with this i'll speak to you soon Love you all. Take care of your kids. That's the best thing that could ever happen to you, my friends. Have a great day. Bye-bye.
Jealous. 